0: everyone, to another episode of Some Days Today where we encourage you to live your best life starting today.
1: Indeed. I'm Ardina. And I'm Matt Ardina,
0: co host of Some Days Today.
1: Indeed, indeed.
0: All right. So,
1: Again.
0: welcome back.
1: Happy to be back.
0: It's, I mean, what's today's um, date? This is um, September 12th or oh, 13 Thirteen. so we're officially back in school summer is technically over for the children and we are looking we're, we're finding our new groove um, so it's been interesting um, how are you feeling?
1: how am I feeling? Hmm. So I always have a lot of feelings and, and never quite sure exactly what you're looking for when you ask that question, so I don't know. Well, I just I mean with this new routine. It.
0: Yeah, what maybe you- not. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we're no longer, summer's over, the children are back in school, we have a new routine, we're still in COVID, we're still quarantining, um... The children are going to school exclusively exclusively online, mm. um, virtually, which means we're, we're, I'm working remotely, you're working remotely, the kids are going to school remotely. So we're all in the house constantly and trying to find separate spaces to get the work done. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we're two weeks into it. Next week, Monday is going to be week three. Um, so I'm just trying to get a sense for how all of this is, um making you
1: feel easy peasy Um, uh yeah i mean i i know there are different people all right so there are different people with different age with kids of different ages and i would imagine that if our kids were much younger there'd be a lot more hand-holding that was necessary we have two high school kids and a 10 year old you know they can pretty much handle themselves and um you know i've had only a few technical issues where the youngest one had to come in and like say this zoom thing is not working not you know, what's working going on. yeah so, or
0: teachers not showing up
1: yeah stuff like that um but i think you know there's that and then there's also the level of involvement um, mm-hmm. that is there my feeling is i've done enough to set the foundation like my thing is um you know you work and set the foundation and after that you um, I expect that my kids are going to be able to handle it. So, uh, I mean, they it. really
0: are at an age where they should be doing their own thing. Yeah. I mean, Norman is 15, so that's um, sophomore in high school. Um, yeah, which makes sense that he should be okay. Nubia is just a freshman, um, but she's good. And then Amy, like you said, is um, she's also good too. I think what makes she's in fifth grade. Um, what makes Amy good i would be more concerned about her because i've talked to friends who have children Amy's age and some of them are struggling because they don't want to be stuck in front of a computer um for a long period of time but i think Amy is good because she's a very social person so this is an opportunity for her to see her friends and interact with people outside of us and i feel like because of that we don't have to worry as much about her I'm paying attention. She did say, was it Friday or or Thursday last week, that um, her eye was hurting and she was asking me if she could not log on.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) She was like, I think I should just not log on and go to sleep. (laughs) Like,
1: This is is the new um, I'm sick, I'm feeling sick. Basically. My
0: eye is hurting. Which, to me, it was very difficult to assess whether or not I should take it seriously because, I mean, in front of, staring at a computer for eight hours a day is a,
1: is really is a lot. Eight hours? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's long enough.
1: Mm,
0: sure. It's a lot. So um,
1: Except for the fact that they're constantly staring at a freaking screen.
0: Well, then that's what I mean. So now they've got to do that and then they've got their other... So literally at this point, they're staring at a computer or at a screen 24-7. Mm. So it could wear on you. Um, but overall, once again, we'll see... Um, how things plan out in the next three weeks or so, similar to how when COVID and quarantine started, and we're like, "Oh, we're having a great time," <laughs> and yeah. then weeks into, we're like,
1: "Oh my god, nah,
0: we can't do this."
1: <laughs> There's only so much you can take for so long. Yeah, anything that you get into. This is interesting how the the human, human psyche, spirit, works.
0: yeah, needs to switch things up. Yeah, you need to constantly switch it up. So, but so far so good. So I'm happy. Um so that's good to know so on the children front on the virtual schooling front things are good. Um personally so quick update I think most people know that I work as a consultant for small businesses um so I work for myself. And the summer was a little tricky as a consultant and I think this is going to dovetail well into what we're going to talk about today. But I really What are we really, going to talk
1: about today? Do you want to to, introduce
0: it? So the topic for today is procrastination. Um, How do you, so being that this podcast is is some days today we encourage people to live your best life. But much of what we have to grapple with is around fear. And sometimes, I think fear shows itself um, by way of procrastination. You know, you procrastinate either because you don't want to deal with that which you're fearful of or you don't want to devote energy into something that um, you're fearful is not going to amount to much. Mm -hmm. Um, But either way, procrastination is the enemy of progress. So um, speaking of which, um, this summer was really a test of um, my ability to focus and hold myself accountable as a business person. Mm. There was so much going on and I feel like At the beginning stages of the summer, I was really staying focused and doing all the right things. Um, But towards the end, it just became very difficult for me to stay motivated. So I definitely procrastinated a lot. I'm still suffering from that now that I'm trying to get myself back in focus. I have tons and tons of emails to go through, Um, clients I need to follow up with. So just a lot going on. Um, So I'm glad we're going to be talking about procrastination because I think that can really be a huge hindrance to progress and ultimately success. Um, But I know I started this by wanting to give an update um, for the audience on how I'm doing. So I I think I'm back in focus. I'm back focused trying to get it done. Um, But procrastination is going to be an area that I need to really... Um, you know take control of Mm -hmm. so yeah but how are you feeling so before we really jump into the topic for today just um, work-wise personal um, you know what's going on with you outside of the children you know
1: so work is fairly decent actually interestingly enough um, and I know this is off topic on the topic we're speaking on but interestingly enough, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm constantly, and this is a thing that um, I'm, I'm, you know, that we shouldn't do. It's a, it's a form of self, negative self-talk, like, I, but I'm constantly um, I'm paranoid, <laughs> I guess is the best term for it. Like, I always feel like, you know, the other shoe is about to drop. Um, and so, you know, my uh, boss had texted me early morning, was like, hey, I have a I have um you know some staffs issues to discuss with you um and immediately I'm like okay something's wrong like something's not happening like I'm constantly so interesting because (laughs) that night too I feel like I was um you know churning over something that had happened at work where I was like constantly just thinking negatively about what it was and then you know when we spoke about it, it was on one of my direct reports and how they wanted to shift them around and uh and um, you know, I was like completely off base. And like, I'm a person who values my sense of analysis. Like, I feel like I'm just picking stuff up and like all of different data points. And I kind of feel like I have a good sense. But it's it's um it's interesting when you have when you're completely wrong like that <laughs> that it allows you to you know say to yourself, yeah, you should probably stop believing that inner thought as much as you do. Like this, this. And that's, so the, the book that we read on until the soul talks about that inner roommate that's constantly telling you things and it's like, it's completely off. It's wrong. It's been wrong so many times that you can still keep oh, it going... It's not
0: the voice of reason. <laughs> yes. Even though and you, you think, think it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, like it's been off so many times, but it's, it's understanding these times when you've been completely off that should make you think, hmm, why don't I just continue to stick with the positive? But anyways, at the end of that conversation was like because this is a new project I just started she was just basically like yeah I'm really glad I've, I've been meaning to tell you this but I'm really glad that you're on you know you've been very helpful you ask all the questions that other people are thinking about so you know that kind of thing so it was um really good so on that front you know um work has been good um and um the one thing that hasn't been good like there's an avenue that I am trying to pursue with respect to um, an area of the consulting business that I want to push a lot further, but definitely procrastination fear not necessarily knowing where to go and Just not taking action has been part of why I Haven't done something so you know that that actually dovetails really well with where we are right now Because I, 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 There's a lot of things that I should have done That I haven't done yet
0: for your business
1: for the business. Yeah Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, then let's jump into it. So the topic, today's topic is procrastination and how, how is that showing up in our lives? Um, How are we handling it? What signs can we see um, from past behaviors that um, make us realize that we're actually procrastinating? And then how do we overcome it? Um, so to start off with, I guess my question to you is, are you a, I guess an avid procrastinator? Like, would you consider yourself Mm a a procrastinator?
1: I'm skilled, I'm skilled, I got some skills, (laughs) I got some skills on that area, um, yeah, um, I, I think so, um, I think my procrastination, um, probably deals on two fronts and this is interesting that i'm gonna say this because it's part of the questions i want to ask of you but like i think it deals with two fronts it's either fear or feeling overwhelmed Mm. you know um and by overwhelmed i mean like there's this idea that whatever it is that i'm about to jump into is so much greater than it is like they say how do you um, eat an elephant, one bite at a time? How do you take a, you know, a journey of a thousand steps? Once we you know the first step, or whatever. Um, and so every time you sit there and you're thinking how great and big this thing is, you fear taking that first step. And then there's that, and then me also all this. Oh my God, if I do this, what's gonna happen? I'm, if I start this, then I have to continue. So yeah, I um, I think those were. Um, you know, especially when it comes to something that isn't structured. Like, I'm, I have so much education. And part of the reason why that is, is because it's structured. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you take this step, and then this step happens. And this, then you go to school, and you do this, and you do that. And it's kind of like, it's really easy. It's, it's it's why entrepreneurs are so great. And you got to give them their props when they make It's because nobody is saying, here are the steps. Like, they got to freaking figure it out. Mm. And so... Um, when when you're seemingly overwhelmed, that's when it's harder. Hmm. I think.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. So, action. so you would consider yourself a skilled procrastinator, um, particularly because when things seem overwhelming or daunting, you would much rather not even get it started.
1: Yeah, find ways to do something else, like to um,
0: distract yourself from yeah, tackling it.
1: Always some sort of distraction, um, especially now with the phones. Um or TV, or whatever it is, like, something that could quickly get you, like you said, distracted, Mm. as opposed to, you know, it's like, okay, I gotta go get this done, and get it done. Mm
0: -hmm. So, I think I used to be a skilled procrastinator. Um, Not anymore, though, which is interesting, because I was actually thinking about it as you were answering your question, and I recognized my past behavior, or patterns, in what you we're saying, you know, it seems daunting, so I'd much rather not even get it started. So I would say I'm probably not as much of an avid or skilled procrastinator. I would say I, I have spurts of procrastination, and then I get back onto it and then try to catch up. So I don't know where you put that, you know, maybe low to medium grade procrastinator. Um, but it's still an issue, mostly because So I'm going to say I have so much I want to do. I have a lot going on every single time. And I will actually say the reason I'm probably not as much of a procrastinator as I used to be is because I have so much going on at any given point. I have a lot of projects. So I guess my one recommendation for those who are struggling with procrastination perhaps is to find three or four, maybe more depending on, you know. who you are and what you're trying to do. Find three or four things that you are trying to get done. Either you know, you have something in the house that you're, you're trying to do something with your house, you're trying to work on your physical health, you're trying to be active, you're trying to do something with the children, you're trying to do something with your business. Whatever it is, find three or four things that at any given point you can shift gears and work on. Um, because what I noticed in the past when I really only had one thing. So let's say my main thing at the time was just work. Parenting was there, but then things were just set in motion. Um, But, you know, a few years back, um, my main thing really was work. So I would procrastinate with work because if I'm not motivated with work, then the only other thing for me to do is lay on the couch, watch Netflix, eat some chocolate and some ice cream and be done with it. (laughs) Because I didn't have anything else nagging at me. But now that I just have so many things that I'm trying to get done, there's still times when I would hit the wall with one thing, but I can switch gears and move on to something else, and still be productive with my day. Um, That's not to say that I'm always 100% productive, but I don't feel as guilty um, with the feeling of procrastination as I used to feel. Does that make sense? I find different ways to. Um, do something of value with my time even if one aspect of my projects or life is on hold then I shift gears onto something else so
1: So I I find that interesting I think what you're describing sort of um, speaks to the issue of motivation Um, and I say this to say that a lot of times for whatever reason we lose motivation I think procrastination also an element of procrastination is not having the motivation like if you when you have a great new idea you're like oh my god I'm and you get so ex- excited about it you're motivated and so you start to say hey I'm gonna go do this you might start talking mm-hmm. to friends about it and all this other stuff and they're like yeah go and do this and then you'll jump in and then sooner or later though it's like that um that momentum because either you hit a roadblock or because you know it's, it's like the novelty has worn off or whatever the reason is like or you know The actual work of getting it done, the monotonous work um, of getting it done is not as exciting because it's one thing to have an idea and seeing it at the end to fruition, but actually building it takes like brick by brick by brick. And so I feel like what you're speaking to is sort of like on motivation because the ability to switch is like, I'm not feeling the motivation now, so I'm going to switch to another Mm. idea that might motivate me at this time now for whatever reason, let's say. You know, Like you said, um, you're looking at the house, and perhaps there's something that sparked your interest about the house. It's like, oh, I want to go and get that. Now, here again, the motivation is there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, I might not be motivated on all these other things, but because of that spark of interest, I'm motivated to do something that I'm interested in right now. And so it forces you to do work. However, the issue, from my perspective, still has to deal with the actual, and this is part of also how you do this obey thing, right? Obey, I feel like, also... So
0: let's explain obey, right?
1: Okay, briefly, because I want yeah, yeah, to get it. Yeah, it's like... going to be brief. So right.
0: you're referencing obey because that's my word for the year. So every year we pick a word that we want to use as an anchor word to propel us through the year. And hopefully it will be something to support your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. But it could really be whatever. It could be joy, peace, whatever it is. So mine is obedience, mm-hmm. meaning if um, something comes to my mind.
1: It's a guide. I don't know. What you, it's, it's like, like a, it's a guide for you it's to... To guardrail. Guardrail,
0: yeah, yes. For, it's like,
1: here's, if, not, if nothing else, like decisions are made easier when you, I think, and I don't know if we talked about this before, but they're made easier when they're binary.
0: Yeah. You
1: got tons of... When you of, don't
0: need to analyze.
1: Yes. Yes. It's do or not do. You yes. know, like, and so if, like, every decision that comes up is... Now, okay, how do I measure this decision? It's one thing. Does this align with this or does not align with this? So for you, and that's what, what the word is about. It, mm-hmm. it guides you on all your decisions. Right. And so yours is obey. Obey, mm-hmm. right.
0: So back to your
1: point. All right. So um I think also the obey piece is also motivational in a sense in the sense that it tells you what to do and it makes you and it makes you get motivated to do something, but I also think that the obey piece also is reliant on an external stimulation whether it's somebody asking you to go out or it's an interest that is sparked from you but 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 for building brick by brick it's internal because it's it's the work it's the process it's the stuff that is grueling and you're not interested anymore you hit a roadblock it's every day putting cement brick putting cement brick it's the stuff like you said, we talked about earlier, people need to switch up, but it's kind of like, well, we may want to switch up, but this is exactly how this building gets put up. Mm-hmm. So that to me is the question, like, how much is consistency? How much are you using? How much are you um, part of what you were struggling through this summer because of it? procrastination of for the need for consistency. How much of that has fallen off?
0: Yes, so that's a, yes. So I, I see where you're going. So let me just say, you use the word motivation. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I see why you would say that, but I probably would say inspiration more so than motivation. Okay. Um. And I think when I'm inspired, that actually motivates me. But I, I think inspiration is really part of obedience for me, because when whenever that spark of either inspiration or 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 um, what, what's the word or, or or something that presents a, a direction is it, when when it pops up in my mind, that inspires me, and then through that inspiration, I get a burst of energy, within, which then motivates me to move forward. Mm-hmm. So. So yes, so I, I see your point. And so I, I actually don't struggle much, to be honest. Once again, with motivation, mm-hmm.
1: because because you are inspired by the different things that make yes, be because sparked.
0: inspiration provides that it, it gives me a spark of energy. Mm-hmm. So it almost it, it's not an uphill battle. Okay. Motivation to me is if I have to go running right two miles, I'm gonna have to figure out where that motivation comes from right. to get through it. And I don't really say, struggle with that I on a day-to-day ag- basis.
1: I, I agree with okay. you. And so, but what I was saying to you here is what I felt like you were describing when you're talking about the various different things that you do is precisely motivation. It's not necessarily lack of procrastination. And the reason I'm saying this is, like I said, when you're motivated, I can go and do this. Mm-hmm. But procrastination is this is what I needed to go do. Mm
0: -hmm. So I can address that.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. So what you're saying is, so let's take the business, for instance. Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of stuff that you need to do for the business. Mm -hmm. And if you were not procrastinating, you would just be checking those things off. Indeed. Right? Until you're done with that list. Yes. And then you move on. Exactly. And what you're saying is, because I have multiple projects going there are times that I need to check things off, I need to continue to check things off my list, my right. business list. Right. But then if I hit a snag, I jump onto the next list of to do, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't struggle with that and I'm gonna tell you why. Um,
1: you
0: don't think it's an issue? I don't,
1: it's an issue. Okay, gotcha. I, don't, I
0: don't think it's an issue. I don't think it's an issue and Part of the reason I don't think it's an issue is because I had to come to terms with certain things. When you're a business owner, and I've been in business for a year and a half now, which is crazy to me. Uh, You mean on this
1: particular business? Yeah, 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 I've been in various types of businesses, true.
0: This is probably the easiest time I've had, though, being a business owner. Uh, Because I let obedience, inspiration, guide me. So, whereas before, like you were saying, when you are trying to get something accomplished and all you can think about is the end goal, uh, you're really just trying to rush past, like hurry through the process. I'm just trying to, what, whatever it is, like I'm just trying to, you know, if your motivation is, I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to make a million dollars, I'm just trying to be rich, you know, or I'm trying to hire 10 people. don't care how I get there, right? So that's really what you're focused on. So all of the other activities that you need to do to get from point A to point B now become a nuisance to you. Do you know what I mean? And and when something is a nuisance, it's hard for it to inspire you, talk less and motivate you. You can't because you're so focused on the end goal. For me, and you know, I had to, and this is a process that I had to come to terms with, I, I don't see an end goal for my business. There isn't an end goal. It's a, it's a process of activities that I need to do. It's like being a parent. That's how I see it. But this is a, like a conversation I have to have with myself because I can be almost unforgiven with myself. I can be very hard on myself because I'm such a hard driver. And what I realized early on in business um, when I switched over from the corporate world to the space I'm in now, what I realized is I have to give breath and space and honor the various um, ideas that come through me. So if I want to write a book, if I want to you know, um, create a space in my home, if I want to build a business, if I want to engage with my children in a certain way, my friends in a certain way, it's only 24 hours in a day, but I'm going to have to figure out a way to honor all of those things. Because when I don't, I feel deprived, depleted, and I I get upset with myself. So in trying to honor all of those um, um, initiatives, I'm going to have to be okay with not running through, not making the checklist a nuisance. It's going to have to just be a leisurely experience. Do you understand? (laughs) Like it's a leisurely experience. It's kind of like being a parent. You can try to hurry Up with parenting but your children are gonna be here for 18 years Mm -hmm. they're gonna go through the drooling phase they're gonna go through not sleeping they're gonna go through walking they're gonna go through now you got to teach them um, how to read and write ride a bicycle I mean it's an endless things of things to do you can't be frustrated with the process you've got to enjoy that's what parenting is it's just a process you know so when various issues present themselves you're not so focused on, oh, I can't wait till you guys are 99. That's retarded. <laughs> That's not, you're, you're, you're literally experiencing. I
1: can't wait till they can drive themselves. I can tell you that. Well, you yeah.
0: Know? I mean, there may be things Unpaid that you're looking. Uber driver. There may be things that you're looking forward to um, during this parenting experience. But for the most part, you're very, I mean, you, I think parents, you, you have to be present with parenting because issues present themselves that you're going to have to work through. And you cannot rush time. Or the developmental process, you know what I mean? So it's it's now it becomes a leisurely experience that you're having with parenting. But I take the same approach towards all of my initiatives now. So I'm building my business. Listen, I didn't. I'm 39 years old. I didn't have this business. The pat. You last, just
1: said your age.
0: I sure did, because I look good for 39. You
1: <laughs> look good for any age.
0: I'm playing. Um, I actually don't have a thing about my age. I don't know why you brought that up. Do you have a thing about your age?
1: No, but uh, women typically do. Um, yes, oh, gotcha. I am generalizing. But yes, I mean, <laughs> culture. I don't really... have a thing
0: about my age. The only thing I worry about with my age is I think about my body, which is a vehicle that's going to last me the rest of my life. And I'm like, if I got 60 more years to go, I need to make sure
1: this yeah, 60 body. 60 more years, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going to die in 99. Okay. Remember, we talked about this.
1: <laughs> no, no, am I 99?
0: Out. No, you're 99. I'm ninety. So, you got less than 60. Yeah, so I got 57 years or something. 58. 58 years yeah. to go. But the point is, <laughs> I've got to figure out a way to make this you body. you
1: set my goddamn age. Babe, you're going to be
0: here for. Yes, and we're going to die on the same day. We talked about this. <laughs> it came to me. It Are came you going
1: to gonna me. poison me? Possibly. This is like Romeo and Juliet. Like? <laughs> Like, we poison each other and, like, we die in each other's arms.
0: Well, I don't know if we need to die in each other's arms, but it's going to be on the same day.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: can't envision... And this is going to get sappy, but what's... Com- I can't envision a life without you, and I'm pretty sure you can envision a life without me. So, for a fact, we're going to die on the same day. That's So, just, what ha-
1: so basically, if I get hit by a car tomorrow, what happens?
0: That, that's like saying, what if the sky falls down? It's not going to happen. Oh, Do you understand I what I mean? Like...
1: That- Hit my car. Skyfall. It's not Equal chances. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I don't make the rules.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just live them. It's just magic. It is magic. Anyways, the point though is, I don't even know what I was saying. Yes. So the last 39 years, I didn't have this business. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for me to now feel the need to have the business fulfill all of my wildest dreams or whatever it is in the next six months. I am really just, I feel like this business is an extension, it's a way for me to express myself. So as a result, kind of like parenting is, kind of like, you know, I get up every day and maybe, you know, my fashion sense, whatever it is, just another expression of myself is what my business is. So I don't put anything onto it to to create this sense of um, angst, you know, that it needs to happen, it should have happened yesterday. So if anything, I'm really just building, I mean, we talked about this and I'm going to get to that. So when it comes to my business, I don't really feel the need to rush through a bunch of items on my checklist to get to the next phase. So when I've checked three items off the list, I'm patting myself on the back. Good job. So if I've lost, um, if I no longer feel inspired to go down that path, then I'll move on to the next thing. One thing that I do do, however is I put certain, um, certain what, what's the word, um, kind of a enabling factors in place to make sure that I don't fully succumb, that I don't fully rely on inspiration to drive me. So I may set up, so let's say a client says, let's have a meeting next week. I'll intentionally set up a meeting for Monday morning at nine. I know on Sunday I'm not going to want to get up, the next morning at 9, but I, I'm going to force myself to do that because I do want to maximize the opportunity to be productive. I was talking to a mentee of mine today, and typically we'll have a Friday meeting, and she was like, and we've had um, Sunday meetings the past few weeks, so she was like, should we just keep this um, Monday, I mean Sunday me- meetings at 9? And I thought to myself once again, Generally speaking, Sundays are lost for me because I'm in bed all day unless I'm cooking and prepping for the week, but I'm not really doing much. But I thought to myself, yeah, let's do that because it forces me to get up and actually be productive. And once I'm in, you know, objects and motions for me stay in motion. So once I've gotten up and I'm already up and active, I'm going to stay active and look for other ways to be productive. So I do find mechanisms. I find ways to put mechanisms mechanisms in place for me to start to be productive. But I don't, I don't put too much pressure on myself to be productive in one specific aspect or on one specific project. I just make sure that I have multiple projects that I'm working on and that I put various mechanisms in place to force my day to get started sooner than later.
1: Great.
0: Um, so does that see. answer the question? So, so, so I think it was twofold. Me answering your question: mm-hmm. How do you ensure that you continue to build? You know, you said if the house needs to be built, you know, you're gonna have to build it. You know, so even if you no longer feel inspired, mm-hmm. how do you make sure that it goes? I am going to build the house until I feel like I need to take a break. Because if I try to force it, um, the same thing would happen anyways. You would crash. Like we naturally crash. You have to understand and study your patterns and yourself. I know if I try to push myself down a path for too long, I'm definitely going to crash either for a day or two. So why will I try to force it Mm -hmm. when I can just say, okay, well, I no longer feel like doing that. Let me move on to the next thing. But of course, I also have a value that I need to deliver for my client. If I need to pull an all-nighter to make sure that work gets done when it's time to deliver, I know my values will rescue me. It's going to get done, and it's going to be excellent. So I, I think I've just sort of studied myself over time to know how to give myself grace, how to tap into inspiration, how to obey when I need to. But ultimately, I have fundamental values around excellence, um, and uh, you know, doing things that I feel like needs to be done at a certain level. Partic- particularly when it comes to my business, that ultimately that will also never fail me because I'm always going to deliver.
1: Right. So it
0: all sort of works together.
1: So what I'm hearing is there, you know, um, and and it's the same thing with this. Motivation thing that you do or you switch around basically it's it's mechanisms that you put into place to ensure that you're getting work done and so what i what i try to do is i try to like pin you into a situation where it's like for one thing and one thing only and what i'm hearing back is um twofold one is okay well if it comes down to a deadline and a lot of times part of the mechanisms that you use is Enforcing a deadline, enforcing it in such a way that it's someone else. Because if it's you, you might be able, you might blow through it, blow through it, and be like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. Like it relies on a client or somebody else that you have to meet with. But then there's also um, the situation where your your point is, well, if it's not necessarily a deadline set with somebody else, I also give myself the grace, so to speak to say, um, listen, I'm here for the long run. I'm not going to force this, and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. All right, so my, my thing with that is twofold. One is, obviously, not everybody um, thinks like you. Not everybody is going to want to have multiple different things that they're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than anything, what I, and, and, this is, and this is the part that I think um, is most pertinent here. You, I feel like, have the luxury, and maybe it is a luxury, maybe it's not. Maybe it is the way we think about money. One of the things that I want to do is talk about this book that I'm reading by Ken Hunda. I've mentioned you know you've mentioned
0: this at least
1: like, for
0: four or five episodes. And the <laughs> reason I
1: do is, and the reason just briefly that I do is twofold. One is that money and how I think of money,
0: mm-hmm. and, and the, most people, how most people think of money, the second yes. point
1: is such a Heavy thing for me that I feel like I need to, like it's it's not even. It, it 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 it's it's an important thing and it's it's actually very similar to everything else that we've been teaching. On, um, if you really think about it, in terms of just being grateful and all that good stuff, but it's also like it's such a heavy thing for me. Like I need to go back to it over and over again because I think that's a huge blocker on my life. And like you said, the second part is, it's I also believe the reason why a heavy thing on most people's lives obviously because this is how you you know it's it's almost like a survival thing how do i eat how do i look towards everybody else all this other stuff. it's a huge thing it's something that is passed down from how you saw your parents dealing with money and it's a huge thing and so that's why i brought it up um, multiple times but i say that right now to say you know you have you part of what is happening is perhaps if it's not an issue Is just your mindset about money, but I also think that it's easier for you to say when money at that particular moment is not a factor. Some people. Why are we
0: talking about money now? I guess because
1: you said I can coast through my business.
0: Okay. Um, Because money is not a factor is what you're saying.
1: Some people, right? I mean, you're funding
0: this whole operation.
1: Whatever. Some Some people. Some people. rely Uh on whether or not their business is going to be making money. It's not a, I mean, obviously that could also be a motivator, quote unquote, and also a thing that a mechanism that they use Mm -hmm. to um, make sure they get their work done. But the fact still remains that if you, if your mindset is, I don't necessarily have to worry about that right now. I'm just going to take a leisure stroll. I don't have to make it. I've not had it for 39 years. Why do I need to do this? Some people are like, I've actually quit. I don't have a lifeline. Mm-hmm. There's no safety net. And so, yes, it may not appear that the this you know these routine day-to-day activities mean anything. Mm-hmm. But when I don't do it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? At the end of the month when I'm supposed to get that paycheck, that paycheck didn't come in yeah now I'm fudged so fucked I guess we can curse
0: you know I don't have this I don't think about money the same way most people do mm-hmm. so this may not be a conversation that I can fully explain in the time or even as even with the words that I have. Mm-hmm. Let me just put that out there but I'm gonna try. I actually don't think money factors into... Motivation are the things that are critical on your list for survival. I don't think money does. I think we trick ourselves into thinking that either we trick ourselves or we bought into it, or society tells us there's a whole bunch of things and that's part of the fear factor. But let's say, for, for instance, let's just say if you were drowning in water, whether or not you motivated and you want to procrastinate, you're gonna do whatever is necessary to get out of that. Like or the you energy. Drown. Or you, you drown, drown, but I'm just saying the human the human spirit mm-hmm. wants to survive. Yes. So you don't need to find the motivation to do that. It just, it, it, it descends upon you. I think it's the same as not getting kicked out of your house. I don't know too many people who would say, I need to show up to work so that I can um, pay my bills at the end of the day, but I don't feel like doing it. I'm just gonna lay around And when the end of the month comes, it's going to be like, I don't know. I think if whatever is in your mental, whatever is supposed to operate to get us a kick in the butt to at least do what is necessary for survival, if that's not happening, there's probably something more taking place there. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily think we can put the need to make money for survival, I don't think we can put it on the same level as finding the motivation to show up to make money. I don't think those two things are on the I same don't level. I think I'm
1: following. You don't think that the need to make money for survival for survival. For I survival. think yes.
0: After a while, once you get beyond survival. Mm-hmm. Once you so let's so say, okay. do you understand I what I'm saying? I might
1: be, I might know what you mean.
0: If you needed to figure out what is necessary uh-huh. to get some food in your stomach, so
1: you can and get a roof over your get, head, right.
0: you naturally are going to find that motivation. Mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Just like if you're if you're about to drown, mm-hmm. whether or not so if today is a good day for say? a swim, you're gonna find a reason so, to get yourself out the water.
1: So what you're saying is. Most people aren't trying to survive, they just yeah, are trying to live some kind of life.
0: Yes, so and then so... that's so that, that's let me answer mm-hmm. that question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we've got to take the survival question off the table because most, and that's the reason why we actually have a very twisted relationship with money. Because on one level, we equate it to survival, when for the most part, it actually there's a little bit, I mean, yes, you need money, but there's so many different ways for you to survive if we actually think about it. Yeah. Family members, I moved back in with my parents. I, there's so many ways to survive. I got friends, you know, yeah, I, I can have a grace period where I don't pay my rent. There's so many ways to survive. So really the relationship we have with money has very little to do with surviving, right? But Because we're so preoccupied and we've sort of um, disentangled, we've entangled um, survival with money, we we get so worked up that you can't even figure out how to actually self-actualize or do all the other things that we actually want to do because you're so focused on that end goal which is what we talked about, you know, if I'm trying to raise my kids, oh my God, I just need you to be 18. If you're so focused on, I just need to make a million dollars. You actually don't have time for the leisurely activities that you're trying to check off your list. So you cannot experience life because you're too focused on, I need to make a million dollars. But the question is, why do you need to make a million? You don't need to make a million dollars. You need to live. Money is meant to fund whatever lifestyle you want or whatever, you're trying to bring to fruition and all of that, but there's so many different ways to get there. But you know, outside of money. So anyways, um
1: No, that's a that's an excellent point. This is actually one of the things that not as directly, but it, it, it he talks about how we um you know, we think that the issue is money. And this is a thing too, like a lot of times People will tell you that, um, you know, divorces, a lot of times they have to deal with money. But the issue, you think the issue is money, is what he's saying. But the I- issue is probably something else. It's like your yeah. attitude about something else. It's kind of like, okay, well, here's how I'm going to look. If I don't have this, how do I look to people? How do, You know, if I'm not able to travel now, like, you, people will be, you know, have their circumstances changed. Like, they used to make a certain amount of money. and They no longer make that money, but they feel the need to continue to play up. Like they still living that same life, and so like making things worse because they can't go and say, "I'm not going to, you know, be able to do that." And one of the other things that he talks about too is like, you know, if you have 52 friends, a lot of people say they they don't have that. He also says too, but but to make that point of you know, like you said with respect to moving back with your family and stuff like that, if you have 52 friends, you can stay with one of each them right a, week. a week every, a and then year. the next year. Hey, friend. <laughs> you know, can I stay with you again? Right. And it never—you'll never wear out your welcome. And how much more um,
0: meaningful would your life be
1: mm-hmm.
0: spending time with friends and creating memories, mm-hmm. even if you have no money in the bank? Mm-hmm. Like you're actually living. So, so what? What does that tell you? Where are we putting our focus? Should you be putting your focus on making a million dollars or building meaningful relationships where your friends would? gladly have you come chill with them for a week now you know but
1: having said that because the topic is on procrastination procrastination having said that um, I think I get the point that you're making on a grander scale
0: mm-hmm.
1: but isn't there something to be said about becoming a different human being meaning um, Tom Vi you um, talks about you know, a lot of times like this focus, like the ability to come back to like you don't feel like you're, you're sitting down and you don't want to do the work, but you're sitting down you and you do it and, 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 and eventually, potentially, maybe not, maybe you never get to the point where this becomes um, enjoyable. But at the very least, you get to the point where if it's not enjoyable, it's bearable. It's, it's, it's something that, you know, you have built up. Like, one of the things that he says is, do, I forget, I'm going to paraphrase it, but do, like, push yourself to the freaking limit every time. And if you do that for 10 years, you'll notice where the heck you are. And I get the sense of what you're saying is kind of contradictory to that. It's not forcing yourself to become a different person and being able to endure this. It's more like shit just live and be free and eventually hopefully if you obey and you're meant to be there you will get there if not be happy anyway
0: i think what i'm saying so let me i don't have the same view towards money and quote-unquote success Mm -hmm. as most people do so tongue bill you is very focused on getting rich and being successful
1: I think he's focused on allow, on 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 people who feel like they can't do it. And this is the reason why this is important. Procrast like it's easy to say start now, start now, start now. But actually starting now is nothing. You can start now. A lot you know how many businesses we started? You know this is one of my issues. It's like mm-hmm. you start, 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 and then it never goes on. Mm-hmm. The actual work is really yeah, to, is, is I agree. really the issue. And so the point here is, I think what he's focused on is not mm-hmm. necessarily getting rich, but actually getting people to the point where they do the fucking work that gets you there.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, I agree. But I guess the reason I was saying that because I think it's, a, I think your end goal is important. Where you're going is important. Do you understand what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let me take it back to being a parent. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a journey. Being a parent is a journey. You're, you birth these children. The, what plays out between birthing them and, you know, maybe when they leave the house or, you know, for the rest of your life even, you can never guess. But every day you're going to show up and be a parent. And you're going to give it your best shot. There's no, I'm too lazy today to be a parent. I don't really feel like picking you up from school. Because the because um, the intent is virtuous, I, mean, I I don't know the word because the, the because it's for the good, raising your children is not it, it's it's an energy that is for the good, and because it is for the good, you would find the wherewithal to do what is necessary at every single point. You don't need a playbook to be a parent. You don't need to find the motivation. I mean, it sounds like you disagree,
1: but uh, a lot of people need goddamn playbooks. <laughs> I don't agree <laughs> because ultimately there are plenty. There are plenty
0: of. Pe- I think it's all about the intent, to be honest. And mm-hmm. and maybe you know, I, I'm very much an energy person. So you and I—that's what I'm saying. Like, there's some conversations that are probably not. I'm not the best person to have, but I'm just telling you my approach towards life, mm-hmm. and it's worked for me
1: thus far. Young, let's be, but, let's be clear. Just before did you, you just call me young? Um, <laughs> you are pretty young. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. But um... young.
0: <laughs> that's like that's like saying. What's the word, sweetie, or what's what's a word to sort of?
1: Is it sweetie?
0: What what's a way to put a, a, no. a woman like, in their
1: place? No, young no, lady. No. Young. Okay. If I I would have, I would assume that you would say that you, it's like calling you a dude more than it's like sweetie because I would call a dude a young.
0: Okay, okay, you know go saying? ahead. Like,
1: mm-hmm. young is like, yo. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, it's not, anyway. So, you aren't trying to. Um, not even in the me. slightest. Like, okay. um, no. Young is like, yo, what's. Like, nah, huh. dude. Like. Mm-hmm. But, anyways. Um. But you know this. You don't know slang? Young? I know. I'm just, what I'm the just hell? being anyways, at this point. Um, what was I going to say? Uh. So, shit, now you got me thrown off
0: you were saying some parents some people need a playbook for parents okay
1: yes on the parenting front you are operating because you actually had parents who knew there are people who don't who did not have fathers who did not whose mothers were drug addicts they do not have a playbook they are operating from the only thing they know in fact we are operating from the only things we know
0: and i think so the idea
1: so Part of the reason why people keep on in the same cycle is because they're given the same exact information. Part of the reason why education is such a big thing, like our ability to go off to college and learning and seeing how other people live and being able to come back and be like, oh, that's how we should be doing It's because somebody has exposed us to something different. The idea that, you you know, people don't need to be um, to have a playbook. No, no. Okay, let me tell you
0: why I disagree with that. I don't know. I mean, let's just look at our culture in general or society. I don't. Who can we point to to say you're really not that parenting out of the body? Like you did that. Everybody. A whole
1: bunch of freaking people, as far as I'm concerned, a whole bunch of people.
0: No, what I'm saying, okay, then let me. Okay. The point I'm trying to make is, you can, Obama. there's a list of billionaires. You know, oh well, he's the richest person or whatever. You can actually like number. You know, because you're counting money money needs to be counted so you can say well this person has this amount in their bank so you are you you No a I'm great not talking about person. no
1: Donald Trump probably had a terrible according to his niece Mary Trump he probably had a terrible fam, uh, father I mother. think you're missing I'm not my... talking about it in in terms of you measure how good they were based on how much money they were No talking... it's not even based no.
0: on what I'm trying to say is the point I'm trying to make is when something is pure and it's it's for the good. Because we, okay, so we say this all the time. Everybody, we, we're all born, we're going to live whatever we want to live, and then we're going to die. Those are the three facts. You're going to be born, you do whatever, and then you're going to die. Okay. That in between is up to you to do whatever you want with, right? People started putting rules in place to say, well, technically you need to have a college education, but do you? technically you need to know how to read do you
1: because what What no And my whole point to to be uh, to 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 to, um to be no 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 i don't think they're saying that they're saying in fact what they'll say is if you look at the statistics those who graduated from college make so much more money than those who didn't see you're focusing on
0: once again you're focusing on my
1: i don't I'm not focusing on money. I'm telling you here's what they're saying if you want to do A, B, and C. They're not saying you have to do it to live.
0: What I'm telling you is money almost does not not factor into what I do. I'm actually purposely trying to live my life outside of money. Now, you could say that's a luxury, which I get, you know, because then you have to figure out the whole money situation. But I actually think, forget – I actually, I, I, for me, when you start with the end, so let me take it back to parenting. We have three children. How they live and how they experience us and what success means to them is going to be very different for each and every one of them. Not only is it going to be different for them, it's going to be different from what we could have fathomed. Period. You know, my parents, I'm sure, the life I'm, me sitting here right now, they probably couldn't have imagined. Not that it's so amazing or fantastic, but just because you can't comprehend, you can't. I have no idea what my children are going to be doing in 10 years. Only thing I wish for them is peace and happiness. I just want them to be peaceful and happy. That's what I want for my experience in life. I just want to feel peace and happiness as much as possible. So therefore, I'm not going to arbitrarily be trying to make A million dollars in less than a year because what what does that, how does that serve me? That's not a goal of mine. It doesn't serve me in any particular way. What I want is to have beautiful children who are good children who feel at peace with themselves. I want to have meaningful relationships. I want to have beautiful memories where I'm, I'm, I'm engaging and having meaningful discussions and I'm happy. I want to create my little um, initiatives. You know, it could be my business. It could be the podcast, whatever it is that I'm doing. None of these things have anything to do with money, to be honest. So there's no, I'm, there's no, I'm, it's not a race. Race for what? I am basically experiencing, I am birthing. It's it's like children. It's like when, when you, I'm raising children, I'm rearing these experiences are just being painted on a canvas, you know. So a client is upset today. I'm like, "Oh, it's part of the process. I guess this is meant to teach me how to interact with a client in this way. It's a different part of the human experience." So let me understand that. You know, that's that's a different character that I'm used to. So let me understand how this unfolds. But my point is It's very difficult for me to have this conversation if we're going to center it around if we're going to center money as the goal, or maybe if we're going to talk
1: about money. Actually, I don't know exactly how we circled back, but what I or even any notion of success was specifically with respect to the the, like becoming different, becoming able to endure the, the.
0: I don't think you have to endure life. That's what I'm saying. Like once again. It's very difficult because most of us have no, 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 a perspective. No, no, no.
1: What you're saying is endure life. What I'm saying is become different. The idea that you don't have to endure life, quote unquote, because I just said you know, what I'm saying is not endure life. But every, like as a baby, you could just sit there and be like, all I'm going to do is be fed and somebody's going to freaking wipe my ass all fucking day long. And if you could potentially have that happen, maybe some king... Son, be like, okay, this one baby over here, he's just gonna be fat and freaking like what's the movie Wally? All these freaking kid people, um, you know, sometime in the future, had they just became fat, their bones were like, you know, because they had um AI just basically taking care of their every needs. But the way that we live right now, you have to learn to walk, you have to learn to talk. All of that, it may seem like it was nothing because it's part of what we we do. But the fact of the matter is. Um, you know, in life, you know, these are struggles. These are things that you have to, you have to struggle through. You have to, um, bear through in order to become more competent at this. In order to become more productive, and so the idea that you don't have to um, endure life in some way, form, or fashion—you endure until you get to the point where you're self-sustaining. Otherwise, you can't feed yourself. Otherwise, you are struggling to for survival every freaking day. I so, guess what
0: I'm saying is I've never heard of anybody who was born and just didn't learn to walk or crawl. I just think their basic the instincts... The... No, what I'm saying is I don't think our, the, the, the the general compass that we have as human beings that's supposed to guide us through mm-hmm. life, I don't think it stops once we learn to walk. Do Neither you know what I mean? Do I. So, what do you mean? So then what I mean by that is they're things that are naturally supposed to unfold. So so once again, maybe I'm tapping too much into instincts and obedience. I don't feel like I need to force myself to do anything that is not a natural thing for me to want to do. Well, I think good. we get into that space when we are trying to make something else the goal. So if, a, if let's say as a parent, as opposed to allowing your child... Every child is going to learn how to walk. That's just... Unless there's something, you know, physiologically, whatever the word is, physiologically wrong with go. the um, with the child. You're going to learn to walk at some point. But some parents are crazy enough to say, I want my child walking at 10 months. And they make that the goal. I need you to figure out how to start crawling. So we create arbitrary goals that make no sense when naturally speaking.
1: Maybe, maybe not, I don't know. But I mean, I, I, I maybe, maybe like, I, I don't want to get too technical with it, but you know, at some point we were walking on all fours and stuff like that. And perhaps it's because we had to force ourselves to start walking and there's a potential. In fact, I, I think this was, like you said, a physiological problem, but there are a group of people somewhere that, you know, like I think in Afghanistan somewhere or somewhere in that region that walks on all fours still, but... And then that's what they're supposed to do. I'm sure they're happy. <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? Like, I don't... Beside, I don't...
1: I think, okay, again, I think that's beside the point because I think the point that I'm trying to make here is you can stick to walking, but the point that I'm trying to make here is that you can't tell me that everybody has to learn to talk, like, or... I think what you're saying. Or to read, or to whatever. Like, and not to say that reading is, is necessary for everybody, but, you know, clearly is at that... some point... No, it, it's, it's not. not. Okay. And of course, you could just be like, okay, what I'm going to do is just swing from trees all day long and eat some flowers or whatever the case may be. But if that is what you're advocating, because I think we need to be consistent when we're saying here's what I'm advocating, is if, if what you're advocating is let's all just do the whatever it is that we're comfortable with that does not require us to endure – that's one thing. If, on the other hand, you're saying, well, some things you can, you should endure, whether or not it's required to live, because very little is required to live. Mm-hmm. We have been in, in the savannas mm-hmm. from the beginning, in hunting and gathering. Very little is required to live. But if what you're saying is, you know, do only what's you're required to live um, and everything else, decide whether or not it's, it's a struggle for you, that's one thing. But on the other hand, if your argument is, well... Um, you know, there are some things that you're gonna have to struggle through and so therefore you'll have to grow through them. Mm-hmm. You have to go through quote unquote the hot yoga. We talked about this mm-hmm. multiple times, like the uncomfortability in order to get to another point. Self actualize requires struggle.
0: Okay, so let, let me speak to that. Okay. I think um I th- I think the reason why we're struggling with this conversation, we're approaching it. From different perspectives because we fundamentally approach life differently okay. I what I'm saying is I actually think the structures and you know the fact that you go to school for 20 years or however many years before you then take on a profession that in and of itself is um it promotes procrastination because basically what it's saying is you don't you don't have to be fruitful you don't have to really focus on doing anything until you become 22. There's so much we could do between the age of, you know, when you were born and 22. Why? Because we're always getting like spurts of inspiration. Oh, I want to learn how to ride a bike. I want to write a book. I want to sing. I want to write a play. I want to, um, you know, play the piano. There's so many moments of inspiration that we're constantly getting throughout life that you can do all of it, but we choose not to because we're so focused arbitrarily on something that is irrelevant, that we're so focused on. So it's once again, it's like the business. I want my business to make a million dollars. So all of the nuances and the nitty gritty, the understanding how to deal with clients, understanding how I can sort of level up into being an executive or being better at selling or being better at being a business developer or whatever it is, I can't, I have no patience for that because I'm so focused on, I need to make a million dollars. So that's now where your mind is. Whereas there's so much you can learn along the way. If you actually just paid attention to the inspirations that you're getting. And when you're inspired, when you're leading through inspiration, you're naturally motivated. That's what I'm saying. I actually think because we're so focused on doing something that is arbitrary, irrelevant, makes us unhappy is very difficult to accomplish like there's just so much to these things that we're chasing which once again let me say irrelevant to so happiness now we want to be motivated to do it no you not, it's not inspired there's no true to, the truth to it that's why i use the the parent children dynamic the fact that you want to raise a soul a child that in and of itself is an inspired action. It's a beautiful thing. You don't need to think so hard to do it. Your body, you 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 naturally get the guidance from the universe, from God, from your mind, whatever it is, to figure out how to do it. But there's no race. I'm not racing to raise the happiest child. No, you are just you're experiencing it, and you get up every day, and you're naturally motivated to do it. So I'm not saying that we. I guess what I'm saying is the end goal is looked at differently and because of we view the end goal different, you know, I I can leisurely walk through each and every one of my experiences. And I actually think I'll be way more fruitful than people who are so focused on making money, the short term or midterm goal and bypassing everything else and then trying to figure out how to then. Okay, so.
1: For those who don't know us and who may be watching this for the first time, Bola tends to be more metaphysical. Big magic doesn't freaking understand it. And the truth is that in life, things are essentially magic. Like, if you look at, um, I forget who the, the magical was. tree in my yard. No, I'm not talking about, nobody who is a skeptic looks and thinks about your magical tree. Okay, people who are like me... Can I me? fill the
0: audience in on Pe- my magical
1: no, tree? No, 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 no. You don't have the time for your magical tree. So, um, people who are skeptics like me, like Tom billion mm-hmm. um, Why do I... Okay, first, you know, Tom Bilyeu is a guy that, um, you know, is, he has a show called... They can Impact look him up. Theory, mm-hmm. yeah, and his whole, like we had just talked about his whole thing, because he says he used to be a lazy person, was going nowhere, and he found a way to change his excel. Is, mm-hmm. in excel and like he's now trying to figure out how to spread that to everybody else who may be just like him but anyways it's one of the things i listen to his podcast podcast youtube whatever the heck it is i listen to it um as much as i can um one he had a guy come in there forget the name of the dude but he um his whole concept was he had this whole um he created this um, simulation where um, he figured out that anybody who is trying to maximize any creature that's trying to maximize them, their 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 life or playing some type of game, they don't really understand the game in the way that they think they are. And so, in fact, like our lives, like we think we're looking at the universe, but we really don't. Like I'm explaining it terribly, but essentially, what he came up with is. That um,
0: what we think we're experiencing, we're really we yeah, we're not.
1: We're not experiencing that is like we like, it's like well, the matrix. we're looking. It's the matrix. It's the matrix. Perfect. Yes. All right. Um, you're
0: plugged into a machine. Yes. Even though the experience is like a physical, like an all yes. immersive experience, when right. you're really just plugged into a machine. Essentially. Okay.
1: And so one, the reason I bring that up is, you know, just on talking about magic. One of the things that he, Tom continues to ask this guy guys, like. Is it turtles all the way down? (laughs) Which is like, (laughs) I'm going to mess up the explanation of this too. But like, um, I think somebody had asked, uh, you know, what does the earth um, stand on? And then, or rest on. And then somebody had said, it's a turtle. Okay. So then what does a turtle stand on? And it's like another turtle. it's turtles all the way down. It's kind of like, okay.
0: Infinite.
1: It's infinite. Like what, who is God? Okay. um, Who created God? Uh, nobody knows. Okay, so who created the... You know, God created God or God, whatever. Mm-hmm. Who create, Or who created the universe? God. Who created God? God created God. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it goes all the way down. And if you really think about it, if you can't explain it, it's magic, right? God, there's no explanation for it. And I can't understand... I, I won't. I, I can't live in a world where... Or I, I can't fathom a world where there is a place where you be like, and that's the end. Like, there's... I don't know that you could find that. Like, it's... You've what do you always, mean?
0: You can't fathom a world. A
1: universe, not a world. A A universe
0: universe
1: where? Where you can be like, and therefore, that's the end. Because you always say, okay, well, if this is the universe, what's out here? The universe is
0: ever expanding. Yes. Like, there's
1: no way for you to say that's the end. Like, you'll always be, like, there's always an outer to it. There's always more, yes. And if there's always an outer to it, that means... You can never have a scientific explanation for everything. Yes. If you cannot find a scientific explanation for everything, you've got to say it's magic. Well, yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I just wanted to say that um, for those who are like who myself, don't believe, yeah. who are skeptics, and therefore, if you can't scientifically explain it at any p- like there is no scientific explanation for all of it, it's magic. Okay. Yes. Anyways, so having said that, um, uh,. What you were just talking about just now is, um, you know, this more... I feel like you're saying we're looking at things differently. Um, I feel like it's more metaphysical, even though you could Minus say Minus metaphysical.
0: metaphysical?
1: I feel like that. Um, I don't and, think and, so, but and, okay. Okay, well, yeah, clearly you don't think so. Otherwise, you wouldn't say it. Well, maybe you wouldn't if you thought it was metaph- metaphysical. But anyways, the point that I'm saying here is that... The idea that I feel like you're coming up with is, is like, um, okay, well, all we have to do is be happy and we're, you know, focusing on uh, irrelevant things and, you know, this, you know, whatever it is that, you know, that that all the, everything that you just said. And, you know, it was a lot, so. But it was good. It was definitely good. I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of people who are on your side. You're welcome. Who are saying, <laughs> This is great. But that said, here's the issue with that. From my perspective, whether it's, okay, I'm trying to make a million dollars right away. Or I'm trying to raise kids. Or whatever the case may be. There is no, like, you can, there is, there is, when you have a goal, whatever that goal is, you decide on that goal. Like, whether or not it's required for you to live. Because you can then say... All I want to do is fucking sit on this couch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even the idea, like you said, you know, if I'm drowning, like some people could be like, okay, it's gonna drown, I'm gonna die. Obviously, the instinct in you kicks in, it's like for fight. whatever reason, yeah. like our our bodies have been programmed to be like, oh my god, I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight. But even then, it's a struggle. It's a swimming to the it's actual yeah. action it, you can't of course say, it is let, let me finish yeah you cannot say in your body i need to not drown and still not take an action it's a struggle yeah. okay so what i'm saying to you if you consider that any goal that you take you are going to have to struggle through it to yes. get there yes and as a result if my um if my advice to someone is, okay, well, just do whatever inspires you. Well, that goal that I have, whether it's making a million dollars or whatever, or it's even to raise children, I, I've got to do some things that perhaps I don't feel like doing. Yeah, of course. Me? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but that's precisely the opposite of the idea of just do whatever you're inspired to. Sometimes I'm not inspired, but this goal requires me to do what I'm not inspired to do. Okay, I think th- you're... Th- maybe I don't, I'm not inspired to kick and swim up, but the goal of trying to survive requires me to do that.
0: I think what you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. So let me see if I can pull it back. I use the example of raising children, right? There are plenty of times that I see my kids doing all sorts of randomness, and I'm already thinking, I don't feel like going to the emergency room tonight. Please don't do that. Because that's not, I'm not inspired to go to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. Of course, if something happened and I had to go to the emergency room, the motivation will kick. We got to go. If you amputate your finger all of a sudden, we're going to go. Why? Because the higher calling is true. Me raising these children, keeping them intact, making sure that they're happy. That is the truth. That's a truth. And that in and of itself is inspired. So because I'm trying to bring this forth, there are things that I'm going to have to do, whether or not I want to, that I'm going to have to do to make it happen. It's like if you're trying to birth a child, no one has ever not birthed their children, but it's difficult. No one has ever not. I mean, yeah, you may, I've had to push every one of my children out, you know, And there are times when I'm like, I don't know, it's painful. I don't feel like pushing And then somehow, Buller, go ahead and get to pushing. (laughs) The sooner you get to pushing, the sooner we're going to be done with this. So I'm not saying it's easy. I think you're misunderstanding my point. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm actually talking, before we even get to the um, procrastination, the motivation part, what I'm saying is a lot of us are not chasing inspired end goals. We're arbitrarily chasing money. Arbitrarily wanting our children to walk at 10 months old or you want, you know, I'm I'm just going to skip, you know, low skipper, you know, first and second grade. Well, well why? Where are they going? What's the, what's the purpose of all of this? You know, so what I'm saying is before we even get started in terms of what am I going to be motivated to do? What am I going to procrastinate on? I'm actually saying the end goal should be inspired. It should be something that is meaningful. Because if it is, then everything else kind of becomes easier because now you can move based on inspiration. You know what I mean? You can, and inspiration, from my perspective, is much easier than motivation, than trying to summon up motivation. What, being a parent is an inspired action, you know, because it's selfless. You know, you don't have to, a lot of, it makes no sense to be a parent. Because you give so much of yourself, you give everything of yourself. It's uncomfortable. Okay. It makes. Do, okay. you, do you understand my point?
1: I just, just want to okay. I just want to jump in and ask this one because again, this is about procrastination. Procrastination,
0: yes. And so, and I think it all
1: relates. It, not not that it doesn't relate, but I just want to make sure that at the end of this, we are both adding some kind of value for those who procrastinate. But yeah. Well, that's that's that. So so let me just say this there are a lot of people who are waiting for inspiration and as a result procrastinate
0: okay so then let me address that okay let me address that none of the projects i'm working on right now and i probably have like five or six all of them are coming from a place of inspiration Mm -hmm. for me they're not no one is forcing me to work on any of the stuff that i'm working on i have fully come to terms with these are the things that I want to work on. When I think about them, I get excited about them, whatever. It's not some arbitrary random notion of, I just want to be promoted to what? You know what I mean? Like they actually mean something for me. So because they're all inspired, there are things. So I I wait for additional guidance, you know, in terms of what I should be doing. So I'm actually setting out to accomplish a goal that I understand I may not at this moment fully have the instructions it's kind of like building the plane while you fly you know I'm taking flight and then the additional parts that need to come to play are somehow going to come to play but I understand that I don't have I I live in a in a world with six billion people you know, so the collective wisdom, the collective energy, inspiration, yeah. whatever it is that I need to bring all the things that I need to bring to bear to accomplish my goal will pull from all of that, you know, all of that energy, the things that I don't know what I'm going to find out along the way or whatever. So I don't have to focus or, or, or begrudge the fact that I don't have the money, the energy, the finances, the relationship, the network, none of it. All I know is I have it in me. I want to write a, a screenplay i want to write a book why and that feels inspired to me because i listen to myself totally. so
1: what i'm saying here is there are a lot of people who are you're inspired great that's beautiful there are a lot of people who are waiting for inspiration to get started and i think this is important because, no i don't think so what, what?
0: no <laughs> i think a lot of that, people one of the
1: things again jumping back to bill you one of the things and one of the things like it was like Something like a short piece that he has that I try to listen to every Sunday, and I don't even think I listened to it today. But one of the things that he says is, um, people are looking for passion. No, what you start off with is an interest. When you first have the interest, you develop the mastery. Yeah, that then I agree with becomes that. a passion.
0: Interest is inspired. And if you have an interest in something, that's almost like magic. Why am I drawn to that? I don't know, but you, you have to pay attention to yourself. So I agree with that. You don't have to be passionate okay, about so something. so
1: inspiration is interest.
0: Whatever. Right. I call it inspiration because it's just a, 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 a spurt of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Where is this idea coming to me from all of a sudden and, and it gets me excited? Mm-hmm. You should write a book. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait till I write a book. That to me, I need to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. It's an inspired activity. It's an inspired moment. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. It's kind of like saying, I want to be a mom why you know what i mean like when you do the calculus it makes no sense to want to be a mom but it's in the moment of inspiration and there's now something around about you that wants to bring that that wants to give birth to that how it happens some people will have sex one time and get pregnant and then you have a child some people go through lots and lots of procedures and you know things that are just re- not that are unfathomable to bring about that inspiration but it's an inspiration it's an interest that you're exploring You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. When the goal, when the end goal is inspired, you almost don't have to worry so much about the motivation because the energy that you need to keep going, even when you're served up, up, you know, like a, a person wants to be a mom all of a sudden you don't have the eggs or whatever, you know, things happen. The inspiration you need to, you know, find a donor, you need to find somebody who can help, you know, the money that you need to... I don't understand the process of infertility, so let me not even pretend I know. But the point is, you may not, you could not have imagined that this is where you are, but you're damn, you, you definitely energized because you, you're inspired. That's an inspired thing that you're trying to give birth to. That's what I'm saying. If we actually start doing things from if you pay attention to the various moments of inspirations that you have and you're actually leading based on that, regardless of where money comes into play, you don't have to worry so much about okay. motivation.
1: So let's 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 use the words in a way that I think and I don't I don't have the definition in front of me, but let's use it in a way that I feel like it's typically used because I, I, I feel like inspiration is is often thought of as deeper than interest. Um and I think what you're saying right now is is more interest, which you're saying using interchangeably with inspiration. And perhaps it's exactly the same thing. Like yeah, I'm interested I think in it something, is something, it's the reason you're interested is because you're inspired. Now um let's but if we if we're going to use the word interest then just so people can agree with us i mean or could could follow along in, in with us so if we're going to use the word interest then is your um cuz i feel like your mechanism is okay just have all your interests and do one of um do one at a time or do whatever is is interesting to you at that particular moment, moment yes. and then just jump on um, because so it's whatever. all for the good okay so What if, what if, okay, let me, I'm going to say two, I'm going to ask a question and I'm going to, in that question, um, give an example of what's going on. What if, uh, of how this would be um, problematic or not not even problematic, not even problematic, more like it seems like despite what you're saying, you've taken steps that seem to Go against that. So what I mean is, what if you don't have the interest at that moment? Obviously, you have to. So why would I do it?
0: I'm sorry. Can Can I finish? Go ahead. So
1: you have an overall interest in the business, but you don't have the interest necessarily in the grunt work. So part of what you've done is put in mechanisms to do the grunt work. Like for example, you schedule a meeting early monday morning it's a mechanism it forces you to do something you would not otherwise want to do it is a endurance yeah okay so what we're talking about here is you're saying you know what do whatever sparks your interest at the moment but at the very same breath you're saying i may not be interested but i also know this shit has to get done Okay. So you as a result, that? I'm yeah. going to put some things in here that forces me to get these things done. I'm, that forces me to endure.
0: Yeah. Do you want me to explain that? Yes, please do. That's like having triple A. Do you understand what I'm saying? No. I am trying to. I am trying to raise children. Okay. Just like I said, when my child is hanging from a tree, I'm already thinking I, 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 I don't want to go to the emergency room. You know because it's my responsibility to make sure this child survives past today. I want you to be, you know, thriving or whatever, because that's what I'm trying to give birth to, a fully functioning, happy adult that's going to become an elderly person and mature, whatever it is, like that is my goal. There are activities throughout the process that I don't want to have to deal with, like going to the emergency room if something goes wrong. But what I'm saying is, you, so I may then put paddings around my little, you know, monkey bar thing. You know, I mean, so that's me saying, I want to guarantee that you live till tomorrow. So let me make sure that nothing hinders, like puts that process um, at a full stop. So once again, I want to give birth to my business. I want to make sure that it thrives. Right. And in order to do so, I need to make sure that, I wake up tomorrow morning and keep, endurance?
1: no, I'm
0: How not would... saying it's not, okay. I, I, no, I, what, what I'm saying is because the end goal is inspired because the end goal is real. Okay. okay. Some of the things that I need to put in place or some of the things that I'm trying to avoid is just a process of me trying to still give birth to this inspired vision that I have. So what I'm saying is, you, you don't easily, you, it doesn't matter how much of a tiring day you had as a parent. One day, you don't abandon, you don't, I, I, it doesn't matter if I spent 24, 48 hours in the hospital because one of my children broke their arm. I don't wake up, you know, the next day and say, you know what, I thought I wanted to be a parent. I'm kind of done here. Hear your children back. Yes, so some people, you know, when something goes wrong, some people actually do, Sort of step back, but I'm saying for the most part, parenting is hard. Trying to run a business is hard. Trying to write a book is hard. Trying to do anything is hard. But if it comes from a place of inspiration, if this is something that truly is on your heart to give birth to, no matter how difficult it is, you is, gonna wake up the next day and give it your best shot. There are times that I'm a shitty mom. You know, I'm thinking to myself, shit, I don't, I don't know. Eat some ramen noodles. I don't. I'm tired. Do you understand what I'm saying? I wish I could give you Have my some best. Gary. Do something. I don't know how you're going to eat. Maybe go to bed hungry. There, I, I, you, I'm not always going to be performing on my top performance every day as a parent. But I understand that for the most part, okay, yeah, I've given, you know, you've eaten lots of vegetables the rest of the time. You'll eat some ramen noodles today. It's not going to kill you tomorrow. Who knows, maybe I'll cook a three-course meal. But because the end goal is inspired, I'm not going to abandon parenting at any given point, no matter how difficult one day is, two days is, or whatever. And the reason why people find it difficult to push through a business that they're trying to bring forth or anything else is because it's not inspired. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying a lot of us are doing a bunch of shit that we have no business doing, but we're doing it because we've been told that's what you got to do with your time i'm saying sit back wait for some interest to be sparked within you pay attention to it and commit to bringing it forth that's what i'm saying and if you actually are focused on working on something that is inspired i'm not saying that it's not going to be difficult you're not going to want to push through you're not going to not feel like doing anything but you will remain committed to that goal, has been my experience. Um, Hence the reason I'm working on multiple projects. Some of them I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like dealing with this client today or I don't really feel like writing this script today. I don't feel, but I am still committed to bringing every single one of those initiatives. I'm still committed to birthing them fully, even if, you know, today wasn't my best day as a business owner. Today wasn't my best day as a parent, but I'm not abandoning it. Because I'm still committed to it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying 99% of um, procrastination can be averted if you're actually working on inspired initiatives. That's what I'm
1: saying. Okay. Well, um, (laughs) (laughs) so
0: how many um, of us are actually working on the things that we actually really want to work on? Motivation
1: is what I called it. And you called it...
0: Inspiration. inspiration.
1: Well... I don't think we called it a different thing. You called it inspiration, which leads to motivation, Uh you know? So I think we're talking about the same thing. Like, clearly, if you're motivated, you're going to do the thing, you know, whether it's interest or whatever the case may be. I think my point, though, that I was trying to get at, um, is that, you know, whether it's because, you know, you're going to spend a hundred years before this damn script comes out. Whereas, like, a whole bunch of other people have already stolen your goddamn idea, which Mm -hmm. actually does happen. And I remember um, we came up with this freaking thing where people would watch other people play video games. Yeah, yeah. Where the fuck is that? Now, I mean, there are, uh, you know, there are other reasons other than procrastination that it didn't get to where it needed to get. Because we doubted
0: ourselves. So doubt, fear. Yes, yes, yes. Okay.
1: So, but the point here is, I can sit here all day long and be like, well today I'm not inspired, today I'm not inspired, today I'm not inspired, and then watch somebody else come up with the freaking same idea I had. Clearly that wasn't the reason why, because it wasn't lack of inspiration, it was doubt and all this other stuff, but the same thing could happen because of, well, today I'm not inspired. Well, the next day I'm not inspired. So, or from my perspective, you can actually force yourself. You can either come up with mechanisms like you came up with you can realize when like part of the mechanisms is all right well one of the things that you said was obey like Mm -hmm. if I feel it I'm going to take an action Mm -hmm. um to do it um you which is a a huge thing actually so one of the things that I feel like I do um, a lot when I start to procrastinate is I'll start to play some kind of video games or watch TV. Some kind of distract... Oh, I I mentioned that in the beginning, actually. Yeah. And so one of the things that I want to try to do is put some mechanisms in place that will allow my mind to feel like it's just play. Mm -hmm. It's just something that I enjoy doing, but also gets me into the habit of actually taking some kind of action. So it's sort of similar to your thing where it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm not interested in this right now. And there's another thing that I'm interested in, but I want it to be something that is consistent enough that I can just jump into it so that like something that is like one of the things um, that uh, like I said like one of the things that makes me um, like you know uh, procrastinate is just feeling like oh my god this thing is too big and not wanting to get into work so what I want to do is find something that is easy enough that I now get into work mode because that's another thing like for me I work in modes like if I'm on my chill mode I do not want to hear anything about working if I am on my work mode you cannot stop me until whatever it is that I had set out to get done is done for that day And I don't want to hear about chilling I don't want to stop I want to get so like what I want to do is force myself into that mode by doing something that my mind finds to be very simple and very like maybe even potentially fun you know that i can just jump into and now i've gotten myself into that mode and then the issue now for me would be switching sometimes like and that's another topic sort of speak but it's also kind of like damn now i've started something that i find get me to work but now i gotta switch like when you switch from one activity to another your mindset has to also and that's a big thing your mindset has to also shift so i'd have to figure out but my mechanisms for that, if it also comes into play, or maybe whatever it is that I find allows it to shift very um, simply. I haven't come up with whatever that mechanism is yet, unfortunately. But that is... So what I'll me- say,
0: number one, 90% of um, motivation, which is important for not procrastinating, Ninety, I would even say 95%. 95% of it is to align your time to things that inspire you the end goal of which inspires you
1: I, okay good that's, you know a, that's a good mechanism try to so and try to get into work on
0: meaningful things yes spend your time working on meaningful things and i think you need to spend a lot of time thinking about it don't just fall into what society says don't just say i just want to make money for why what? what are you trying to make money for like Find things that are actually meaningful to you so that when the tough gets going, because it's going to get tough, you, you, you're you not saying, I'm just going to abandon this. And that's why I keep saying you don't jump ship when parenting becomes difficult. You do it anyways because it's inspired. So find things that are inspired. How I,
1: okay, this is what I mean. I'm sorry, because like, I'm extending this. How, how do I stop being a parent? Like I kill my kids or I stop and just say I'm just going to pay child support?
0: You stop showing up. I mean, there are lots of people who wake up one day and their parents or their mom has left or, you know, you write a note. I I can't. I'm going to go find myself. You know what I mean? For the most part, people do it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess.
0: But for the most part, people are committed no matter how hard it gets, no matter how many months you're in the hospital with a sick child or, you know, somebody gets into an accident or, you know, you had a miserable day. All of a sudden your child is lost. You're not thankful that your child is lost. You're doing whatever you can to go find the child. However difficult parenting may have been, you're committed to it. It's a commitment to bringing it forth. That's what I'm, it's that same level of inspiration, motivation that you've got to Find because those are the things that you want to commit your time to, because it's just it, it becomes a, a um something that just pushes itself. You know what I mean? So that's the one thing. Number two, I said it earlier. Find multiple things that are that you're working on at any given time, but make sure that they're all inspired. Multiple things, and then number three, make sure that you are honest with yourself enough. I know bola cannot work. 10 hours on one activity consistently, day in, day out, every single day. I, I can't. I know that about myself. So, know the thing, know yourself enough to know what sort of mechanisms you need to put in place to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why we need alarm clocks. You know, I need to, I, I, I don't, I don't want to get fired. I need to put an alarm clock on to make sure I get up in time. So, and even with your children, you know, certain things. I don't like to cook, you know, so I'm going to, you know, either order some food or, you know, start cooking at four o'clock. Whatever you put mechanisms in place to help your human ways. But because, and the reason you do all of this is because at the end of the day, the goal remains the same raise healthy, happy, mature children. So, whatever that goal is, my goal remains the same create a business that serves me, but also is a value to my clients or whatever it is, you know, or, you know, I want to write a book that inspires other people to live their best life. I want to create a podcast that is meaningful to people when they listen to it. All of those things are the reason why I would get up and do it even when I don't want to. That's my point.
1: So um, to add to your list, I would say create lists.
0: I mm. think
1: creating a list is a, a very... like a to do list a to-do yes, list that's a great point. I just you know we um you know we create lists like i we said in multiple episodes, we try to have scrums um sometimes we're not as consistent as we need to be, but I was just looking over the list and I remembered that, oh my god, I hadn't been looking at that list for a long time, but even then like
0: we got some of those a lot yeah, of those things a lot done was like completely yeah completed, yeah complete it and
1: mm-hmm. it's kind of like um as long as you have that running list you may it it still may cause procrastination but you actually eventually get it done as opposed to not having it at all um so lists are definitely good it could help you when you're like shit what the hell do i have to do to be like all right let me just look at this list and it could be like all right let me just pick something easy i think um again like i said like if you can find something that is um very easy for your mind to just jump into because part of the issue is that your mind is like oh my god i'm overwhelmed um, with the different things that uh, I think it is, then if you can find something that is easy that gets the ball rolling, and then you can snowball effect it after. And then the last thing that I want to add to that is, like you said, action. Um, and that also may be based on what you said with respect to the interest. It's like, okay, you know what? Um, I'm not. I don't feel. I'm not feeling this right now. This is what I feel like doing. And you take an action on whatever it is that is inspired is of interest to you at that particular moment but yeah um whether it's because of fear or it's because you are feeling like it's overwhelmed that's that's why the list is also important too because it um when you're thinking oh my god i have to do all these things and you can if you just put all right today all i'm gonna do is this mm-hmm. and as long as you take that step towards it and um uh, last piece, I don't know how many numbers I just put in for this one, but the last piece is learning as part of like, I'm just going to do this. It's, it's, it's slightly different, but I think it also helps you to take action, which is very important. It's, um, um, it's something that I think you actually do very well. It's also something that I forget the name of the guy again. Um, I wanted to remember it. It's a scientist who was also on Tom um, uh episode. I think it's like Huberman or something like that. Um, but he talks about like the growth mindset is about finding the, the celebration mm. in, in the little freaking things. Like if you can be like, I'm just going, I did this today and I'm happy. Like I, I tend not to do that sort of thing where... You know, I'm like, I just I need to see results, um, and that's what's gonna make me happy. I think you're like, oh, we accomplished this today, and it's all good, and I think that is a very valuable thing because then you could be okay with every little thing that you do, mm-hmm. uh, and that, you know, eventually accumulates, yeah, um, into the big things. And so, like, just being like, all right, you know what? If I get this done, that's a great little first step that allows you to i'm just gonna take this yeah. action on that list i'm just gonna take this small action and then you keep on taking the small action and then hopefully you know you can take more and more action i do feel like though that you should like if you just said i'm gonna take this action tomorrow you should be like you know what i to yesterday i felt like i could only take this action i'm gonna try to add two actions in mm-hmm. um, and then eventually two actions of be nothing you get acclimated to it and then it's reactions and so forth but whatever yeah those are my things
0: no those are good those are really good practical things all right all right once again another episode of some days today where we manage to um did we stay under to not <laughs> not stay under an hour but hopefully this has been helpful all right, all right. Peace out. Go forth and be productive. Bye. Bye.